Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff, really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail so that way you can say, does this apply to me and how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to the Fitbucks podcast. Got a special episode uh, for you today. Uh, I guess you can call this one mindset or human capital development, self-improvement, whatever it may be. Um, and it was something that took me a long time to realize um, the actual benefit from it. And what I'm talking about is back when when I was younger, I, I can't remember how old I was, I was probably 13 or 14 years old. I was watching an interview with a bunch of people that knew Warren Buffett. And um, now if you don't know who Warren Buffett is, he's one of the most successful investors in the history of finance, okay? And they call him the Oracle, okay, just uh, as an FYI. Long story short, um, they said that he was successful because he was always reading. And it doesn't matter what it was, he was always reading, period. It could be about companies, it could be a you know, fictional book, whatever it may be, he was reading instead of watching most of the time, okay? So like watching TV, watching movies, he was always reading. That's what they said about him. And it's not uncommon too to see like CEOs, different studies, the average CEO reads something like 50 books a year or something like that. People are like, oh, look at the bees. Like they, they do it. And so when I was younger, I'd started reading just whatever I could find. And I always thought that the benefits of reading were strictly because I was learning stuff. Um, and that's the benefits. You know, you build your human capital. We talk a lot of times about human capital at Fitbucks. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, basically human capital is your skills that you develop. And it's a projection of your future income based on your past experiences, whether it be educational or athletic or whatever it may be. It's a projection of that income and also the risk to that income because that dictates everything you do with your financial plan. Okay, and helps dictate which plans you're going to follow, what's the best route for you to go, all that type of stuff. So that's what our technology is incorporating is human capital. So I'm huge on that. And I always thought that was reading, that's what it was about, was just that. And I can never understand why people read like, you know, nonfiction books and all that stuff. I'm like, look, I want to read about stuff that is going to increase my human capital. Well, I finally learned something. And actually somebody told me this the other day. I actually heard it on the radio and I wish I, I knew the individual that was talking about this. The advancements in technology actually highlight why reading is such a good skill to acquire. And it's not about what you're reading that gives you the knowledge that's important. Yes, that's important, but it's actually a skill that it builds. And so I'm gonna walk you through this, how I understood what this gentleman was talking about, okay? You see, back in the day, before the internet, okay, so let's just say 80s, 90s, and so on and so forth. 
when you wanted to learn something, you had to pick up a physical book, okay? Now, what you might want to read may be on page like 75, but you couldn't just jump to page 75 because there was no computer. There was no just a quick find function. You had to read from page one. And so in doing so, you got the context of what you needed to understand. So that way, by the time you got to page 75, you weren't looking at an isolated component of what you were trying to find. You were looking at how it played a role into the context of everything else that you were reading. And so like, if you look at the simple structure, I mean, I don't care what you're reading. Let's just say it's, it's Harry Potter. Let's just say you jumped into the, the fifth book. You would look at that fifth book and be like, what the hell is going on, right? But if you started at book number one and then read number two, then read number three, then read number four, number five makes a hell of a lot more sense. That's the way books are. You get to the ending and the author is conveying an entire message to you. And you don't understand that entire message until you read the entire book because you need the context for what they're describing. Okay. And if you had a good author and he was describing something in one book, you might have to get multiple books to understand the overall context. News articles used to be the same way. News articles used to have to assume that you didn't understand everything that was going on. So you had to put a lot more information in news articles. Yeah, it could be about sports. You couldn't go in as a news writer talking about how important this game was. And just assuming everybody knew it and they just, hey, did what happened to the score, blah, blah, You had to build up the excitement, give the reader the background, like, hey, this is a, you know, a major game. These two teams have been battling it out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Here's what the, the game was. And you're telling that story. You're giving the context. Books are a story. They're context. The old news articles were stories. They were context. Why is that so important to today? We have Google. Whenever you need to learn something or whenever you need to want to know something, you go to Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever search engine you're using, and you just type it in. Then up comes some answer. And here's number problem number one with that. That answer most of the time doesn't give you any context. It's just a very simple answer. Like if you typed in, you know, what's the student loan debt? Oh, $1.6 trillion. Oh, that's bad. It doesn't give you any context of how we got here. Who's responsible for it? What politicians are responsible for it? You know, like who's been in office for 20, 30, 40 years doing these laws? What, what, why did it get this way? And because of that, we can't even have constructive conversations with most people because all they do is read something on Google and they say, well, I know the answer to this. And they don't look at the, at the context. I look at it the way I joke around about this, you know, it's an education system context. I give the example of, of this sometimes. Now, my daughter's three years old and I've been teaching her math. And I'll tell her something like, hey, two plus two equals four. And so she'll be like, two plus two equals four, two plus two equals four. And I'm like, yeah, and three plus one equals four. And she's like, no, I'm daddy. Two plus two equals four. Three plus one does not equal four. Because she didn't understand the context of, of, of addition. She's just memorizing what I told her and regurgitated. So this equals four, something else can't equal four. No context. 
the same type of thing. We don't read books anymore. We just go straight for the answer that what we think is the answer. And here's the part that's even worse. I'm, just, I'm, I'm picking on Google today. What we don't understand about Google's algorithms is that they're biased, meaning they want us to click on things. So if we search something and we click on one article, the next time we start searching for stuff, it starts confirming that same bias with that same answer. So all of a sudden, we don't get the context of anything else that has to do with it. We're just going to assume that's the answer because that's what just keeps coming up. And then even if we click on the article, there's no context around that article. That author's going to have a bias, you know, opinion on, on whatnot because they're trying to sell you something most likely on the net. They're trying to get you to click on something. Right? So back in the day, let's just say it was a newspaper. The newspaper had to give you a good story to read. You had to like reading that. Because they were trying to sell memberships to it. So if they put out garbage content, you wouldn't keep reading. And you knew what garbage content was because somebody else had good content. And if you weren't reading good content, if you try to participate in a conversation with someone, you would look really stupid. Well, now, because we go to Google and we get you know, an answer with no context, people are just re regurgitating the same stupid answer. And now stupid is becoming the new normal, right? Like, I, I joke around without that, but that, that's true. And the same thing goes with other social media platforms, Facebook, you know, like same thing. Their algorithms are the same way as Google. It just keeps putting in front of your face the same thing to confirm your biases. There's no context around anything. So this whole point of this podcast was the point this out because I thought, I mean, I had like an epiphany about two, three weeks ago when I heard that. Like, holy cow, because I hadn't stopped reading a lot because I'm like, look, I've learned a bunch of stuff. I need to put this stuff, you know, I'm building Fitbucks, we're building this technology. I don't have time to read. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm not reading to learn, I'm reading to build a skill. I'm reading because that way it makes my mind understand context and search out context. And even if I try to search for something on Google, you know, it's gonna, you gotta bear, you gotta dig, dive deep. I mean, you, you go on Google and you tell, you know, even though everything on the first page is gonna basically all gonna be the same, you gotta go to 10th, 11th, 12th page and start finding out some stuff about context. Or DuckDuckGo that does their algorithms completely different because they don't store your uh, your browser cache information, your your cookies. So they don't put they don't have a bias in their algorithm towards what to put in front of your face. So maybe use them instead. Anyways, long story short, this podcast isn't about which search engine you use and everything. Realize that when you read stuff on the internet nowadays, there's no context. The only way you can develop that skill and be able to you know, have knowledge and wisdom and be able to learn the different things and actually have a real discussion with people and real betterment of yourself is to read and develop that skill. And again, how does this relate to finance? We see this with finance every day, meaning people want to come in and say, I want to know about pay as you earn. And they have no context of how pay as you earn plays a role with the other student loan plans. They have no understanding of the context of how it plays a role with retirement and financial planning. They don't understand the big picture because there's no context to the big picture because we're just so used to getting this answer, even if it's right or wrong. Enough people said that it might be right, so that's, that's what I think it is. And again, I, this really hit home on me because of the technology. Uh, today I'm recording this, it's, it's August 25th, next month we're we're, we're going to start beta testing and releasing our, our next version of our bigger financial planning technology that puts everything into context. And th but this was the first time I ever heard this explained to me like this on this radio about two, three weeks ago. And I'm like, holy cow, like 
And I'm really hoping that people understand that about the technology as it puts it in context. But anyways, that's, uh, that's the technology that's coming out soon. But again, the big point of this podcast, develop your skill. The skill is being able to read and understand things in context and going out and searching for that context, which is huge right now in the day and age that we're living in because everything's a knee-jerk reaction. Everything is headlines, clickbait, social media, bullying or pressure, whatever the hell you want to call it, where it's my way or the highway, all this other stuff. Everybody's educated and informed because they read something on the internet. And you can look at them now and say, you read that on the internet, not really that educated because you don't have the context of everything that's going else into that situation, let alone everything else around it. So there you go. Today's episode, Building Skills, I guess you could call it the human capital episode. The skill is simply reading a book because you are going to be able to develop that skill of digesting things and looking at things in context. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Talk to you guys soon.